The giant vessel loomed in front of her as she cautiously picked her way along the wooden deck. The HMS Rapturion was the newest of Air Crew's company fleet, the pinnacle of 19th century technology, elegance, and luxury. Eleanor paused, her breath pausing with her as the first beams of sunlight struck the Rapturion. Its skin was of leather, tightly stretched over a brass skeleton. Enormous windows, rimmed by polished brass frames, reflected blue in the early light, like giant beads of water on the golden tan vessel. A long, wooden gangplank of fine, stained wood, wide enough for four to fit abreast, connected the aft starboard corner of the ship to the dock, its ornate, carved handrails hinting at the luxury that awaited the patrons. Eleanor was not one of those. As part of the propulsion crew, she was responsible for providing power to the ship, and this was her workplace. Eleanor had taken the job out of desperation. The thought of being thousands of feet above the earth frightened her, and although Air Crew's company had been operating these luxury lines for several years, the technology was still new. But there was no work at the workhouses, and her family had not been privileged enough to marry her off to someone who could provide for her. Not wanting to be a burden, she had left her family to seek her own way. It had led her here. In her tattered shoes and threadbare dress, she must have seemed a stark contrast to the grandeur of the ship onto which she was about to embark. Only days before, she had answered the call of one of the street criers seeking men and women to join the Rapturion's crew. Cleaning, laundering, waiting, porting, and propulsion were among the roles the fledgling ship needed filled. She had found the address easily enough and stepped into the elegant office, been shown to the interviewing room, and quickly placed in the propulsion crew. It had happened so fast, and now, looking at the massive ship she was about to enter, she was having second thoughts. But, she thought, it was this or starvation, and she resolved herself to press on. Holding onto the handrail, she cautiously boarded. The inside was as splendid as the outside. Warm light fell from countless electric chandeliers overhead, and thick, luxurious carpets spread below her feet. The walls were adorned here and there with paintings, tapestries, and even marble and jade statues. In spite of the chill outside, everything here was warm and inviting. She paused, uncertain of where to go. May I help you, madam? A voice asked directly in front of her. She was startled. She had seen no one when she boarded. A tall usher in a crimson tuxedo jacket, black pants, and black patent leather shoes regarded her with genuine interest. She did not seem to have the funds to ride even third class, and he was curious why she was here so early. Um, yes, please, sir, Eleanor said. I'm, er, starting my first day here, and I'm not sure where to go. Ah, yes, very good, the usher replied. And, uh, what is it you're here to do? I'm part of the, er... Eleanor trailed off as she fumbled through her plain handbag, the only thing she carried, looking for her papers. Finding them, she declared triumphantly, Propulsion! The usher smiled, amused at her enthusiasm. Very good, my dear, he said. Go to your right, just there, he said, pointing with a white-gloved hand. And go down the stairs, eight flights, and you'll be on the propulsion deck. Someone there should be able to direct you to your quarters. Thank you, sir. Eleanor said, relieved, making an attempt at a curtsy and departing for the stairs. The stairs were carpeted the same as the deck had been, and the handrails matched the elegance of those on the gangplank, if they didn't surpass it. As she descended, she noticed the luxuries diminishing. The second floor was marked, 
second class floor one, with a frosted glass window. The carpeting was less luxurious here, and the handrails lost their ornate character. The third floor was likewise marked second class floor two. The fourth through sixth floors were marked third class floors one through three, with polished brass emblems and plain furnished wood. The seventh floor was marked crew. She came to the next floor marked engineering in brass letters. That seemed like a strange name for a floor on a ship, but she didn't care to think about it. She wanted to be on time for her first day, and so many flights of stairs had made her breathless. The handrails had changed to utilitarian metal ones. At the landing between the engineering and propulsion floors, the carpet disappeared, replaced by plain white, non-skid paint. Clearly, the luxury of the ship was not intended for the propulsion crew.